My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, the duck feed show about Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul. And this week we are uh, living the Live Moss lifestyle. Yes. Uh, more. More. <laughs> we're, we're talking about more. Uh, <laughs> moss power. Uh, uh, uh. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, this is, We're talking about moss. Uh, this episode directed by J- uh, Johan Ruddick, written by Moria Wally Beckett, uh, and originally aired on April 18th, 2010. I mm. uh, don't want to jump to the podcast stuff already, but this director, Johan Rink, uh, A, does very good visual work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just a very uh, one of the more cinematic of the directors I've noticed. The podcast, or not the podcast, the uh, the commentary is just full of the actors and the others impersonating this guy because oh. he's a <laughs> he's a he's a Swedish former rock star and yes. apparently incredibly enthusiastic. He's, it sounds he sounds very funny. Yes, uh, yeah. He uh, he knew the guy who uh, the guys who were in the band that are provided mm. in this first scene. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, he seems like a good guy yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our final kind of place sitting setting episode. It, it, that we're gonna have. it is wild that we are going from this to one minute next time. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, or sunset is next. And oh, sunset is next. Yes. There we yeah, go. Yeah. But sunset's yeah. also intense mm-hmm. uh, with the RV stuff. Like we, the season's really interesting. The way it's done that it's, uh, you know, we're putting everything in place and it's, everything's going to fall down for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, Skylar is softening up a little bit, uh, on her position on Walt and feeling a little bit cooler, you know, on, on Ted, Mm -hmm. um, Hank spends the time on the case obsessively hunting down RVs, you know, as as we mentioned (laughs) and, uh, Walt and Jesse don't get tons to do uh, here. We do get a, a good, a really intense meeting between them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but the, their plot again, we're setting the places for the supporting characters. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the biggest beat that happens, you know, across the entire series for this episode uh, is that uh, Gus's ploy works. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, his whole his whole gambit to appeal to Walt's pride to get him into cooking uh, does succeed, not on its own merits, although it does soften him up. Primarily, he is uh, seduced by the super lab, which we are introduced to uh, this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a one two punch. Yeah, uh, first appearance of super lab. Yeah, um, that is a set. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I assumed they didn't, just, you know, didn't find this. <laughs> I was going to say that would probably detail that would, you know. that, would blow, that would really blow out the budget if they excavated that thing. <laughs> the uh, or if they just, you know, we happen to find a meth super lab, yeah, and decided to uh, to go with it. Um, it's a set, but they it looks so real. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one of my favorite sets I've seen in a in a TV show. I think. Yeah. Like I, I usually assume anything unusual is a set. Mm-hmm. You know, this this feels like a bunker to me. Um, you, you, you know what it is? It's the sound work. I think yeah, yeah. the fact the fact that like very little is done to um stop it echoing and feeling like a cavern. Yeah, there's really really good sound work. They also did, you know, it's all foam board and and plywood and and bullshit materials, but there's a veneer, a concrete veneer mm-hmm. on uh everything, so it's real concrete. So that's why it texturally looks as such. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, pretty neat. Yeah. Um commentary on this, it's it's a real monkey's paw thing. Um, you know, since the beginning of this, I was like, I want you guys to talk about the character stuff and they're doing it, but they're starting back like, you know, as if they just first started it. So like Vince Gilligan is very sweet and he's in kind of teacher mode, 
mm-hmm. you know, and he, and, and the, everyone in the podcast is kind of like cranky. It's like, why did he turn down that money from Gretchen? And then Vince says, yeah, why, why do you, why do you think he did that? Why, why do you, why do you do that? And then the, the writer of the actor, uh, uh, the director Moira, uh, is just like, well, you know, he's, uh, he's discovered that his, his, you know, he's, he's got this, this pride and, mm. and, and, and everyone's at, you know, and I'm like, man, that's, this it's is, real. this is very obvious stuff it's, from, it is the, I know I have hindsight, but the cow does indeed go moo. <laughs> it is very, the cow does indeed go moo. And it makes me wonder, you know, one, uh, these people who work on the show who are not part of the writer's rooms who are fans, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be too hard on them because I don't know to what degree they're actually invested in this. Right. Right. You know, it's a story. Uh, this can be a job for them. And I respect that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing just being, you know, how much of this is my seeing the whole series? It feels obvious okay. to me from yeah. the start. But, you know, if I were uh, getting episode by episode and mm-hmm. this close to it and experiencing it a different way, maybe I would also have. Cow yeah. goes moo, mm-hmm. uh, kind of insight, but it was pretty cow goes moo. Yeah, felt like it. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially it, it's it seemed it seemed pretty clear to me that that's why he turned it down. It's it's yeah. really the only reason. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I I just mean like I don't I can't not yeah. be me, right? So if I right. if I didn't wasn't yeah. a fan of the show, let's say I was like worked on every fourth episode writing it, mm-hmm. right? You know, like it might feel a little bit different. Yeah, I was working in a room where everybody is group collaborating. Like I don't have, I have a specific perspective yeah. i guess mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's not uh it's slightly more of what i want uh there's also just a lot of production detail about the opening strip club scene mm-hmm. um they close down the strip club is called all fours i don't care for that i don't care for that I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh and uh you know they shut it down and they it took a whole day mm-hmm. uh to do you know it's not an, an ongoing strip club uh, yeah. But they're very happy because they actually play the song that they play during this, during the the scenes. Um, <laughs> so they could have the characters move to it, you know, as opposed to trying to edit it in post. So they, they so, the so they had the rights. They knew that they were able to uh, sing it they, to that. They didn't have to have yeah, a place. They knew they had the rights something. and they, they played it on set for mm-hmm. everyone. And then uh, there's this whole bit about whether like uh, the reason why it's easy to match people up to music in four, four is because, uh, Vince Gilligan's theory of like people will match things up to things when they watch versus the editor's theory that people naturally move in four, four. Um, and I had one of those like things where I was just like, Hey, uh, I don't know. It, I'm not super captain music. Or anything uh-huh. like, that. like I'm not, you know, really, really deep in music theory or anything, but it is a thing where if people just kind of talk about it that way, I sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, that is not how that works. And I just kind of feel it instinctually. <sighs> You know? I, I I know that they're not inherently naturalizing it because it could be like, oh, you're exposed to you're you move in four four because that's most of the music that you're exposed to, you know, whatever. But like that's generalizing to a lot of people, you know, like you don't uh, move in you, you move in a rhythm is all yes. it is, is you, yeah. you take steps on roughly the same time yeah. between each step. Mm-hmm. So it matches up to four four because most music's in four four, but it would match up to anything that's that BPM. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like you, you do, you move, it's not in, in a beat or in a time signature. You just yeah. move at an interval usually, yeah. you know, and, and like what a lot of people are doing is walking or locomoting, doing things that are symmetrical. There's no reason to 
to do them in polyrhythms. You know, you don't, you don't walk like two steps on one leg for every five steps on the other. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna walk seven over threes over to this uh, convenience store. That's that's an illithid yeah. curse. That is a psionic yeah. thing that is put on you. Yeah, that that means that you or you're you're a bug and you've just now gotten control of your body. Uh-huh. You know, it's either, or a men in black thing. It was just, I really wanted to, I was like, no, th- this is just, no, you know, I, I just had a very intense talk to the podcast <laughs> response. I, the, uh, the, the, the editor is right. People will want to sync, sync stuff like, yeah. And also it can be made to, uh, you know, to, to, to match as well. Like what's well, made to made to match. I think that what Vince Gilligan was saying was that like, it's similar to how people will say, you know, dark side of the moon syncs up. Oh, like you, yeah. it's, it's confirmation bias. Like you watch somebody sync up, uh, do something to music and mm. you are seeing the things on the beats because you're ignoring the ones that aren't on the beats. Right. Which I, right. I think is, is you know, largely true. You know, yeah. when, you, when something is actually synced, you know, you watch the beginning of baby driver yeah, or something, which is literally about the main character and the world moving to a song. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens in musicals and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, then you can see the difference Yeah, between yeah. just kind of like, Oh, they're walking. Walking is in a pace. Right. They chose a song that's roughly the same pace as the movement in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's a the, the hits and misses bias or kind of a form of pareidolia. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, it's uh, real weird, and it took a long time. And Vince Gilligan was very uh, ginger about being like, "I have a theory on that. I'm not trying to undo all the work you've done with your theory." Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was us, about oh. it, which made me feel kind of good. Like he was, he was real <laughs> uh, disclaimy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, other people do that." Yeah, there we go. Being nice and southern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The commentary uh, is fun because Bob Odenkirk is there. Um, uh, Anna Gunn does really good work on the commentaries as well. I've found Mm, Uh, she is she is she is very charming uh, when just uh, not in the uh, in in the Skyler role. Um, And uh, yeah, no real production details. A lot of stuff about the uh, a lot of goofing around about the strip club at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the, uh, uh, the dancers and that were just, they just worked at that club. Like, Hey, why yeah, would we they go? Just hired, go yeah, they hired actual yeah. sex, you know, strippers, sex workers. Yeah. Um, the fun thing is that, uh, <laughs> Dean, uh, uh, Hank has a shower scene in this and oh, Dean yeah. Norris insisted on being fully nude. <laughs> Love it. He's, uh, they talk about that too, a little bit on the, the podcast. Um, and just how he's like, you know, he's a serious and actually like, you know, very sensitive actor. Uh-huh. Like he's, he's a goofball, but he actually takes the stuff very seriously. Like that wasn't a, him being like, eh, yeah. you know, that was him being a, a method actor. Like mm-hmm. I'll get a more real performance from it. Yeah. From this. It was, it was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course they were making fun of Brian Cranston for contractually uh, putting nudity in his, his contract and loving to be in his underwear and stuff <laughs> uh, in the podcast about that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Yeah, we got Moss. a flashback. Moss. Moss. <laughs> uh, we got a flashback. Uh, we're, we're, we're back in the pilot now um, uh, where Walt is giving Jesse the money for the RV. You know, it's his life savings. But Jesse says, like, hey, this isn't enough money. You know, Walt is assuming that he's going to uh, bargain. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and we we retcon like we go and see the process of Jesse getting this RV after taking a stop at the strip club to blow Walt's life savings. Yeah. Yeah. He takes Walt's savings. He's like, how did I get this money? Cause a d- dumb old man gave it to me. We're going to believe this. Uh, it's nice to see combo again. Yep. Uh, I don't like uh, being in a strip club, but these, mm-hmm. these guys look like they're having fun. Uh, it's they, real they, sweet. You know, give me that good do. champagne. Give me that cheap stuff. Uh, that, you know, uh, what I want, is it? Not Cristal. 
Uh, um, Dom, Dom, yeah. he, he mispronounced yeah. it, but he's trying to say Dom Perignon. He says Dom Perignon. <laughs> uh, like it's $400 a bottle. He's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just get two. Yeah. Uh, and bring then, the skinny glasses. Yeah. Bring those long skinny glasses. James Bond drinks about that. Drinks out of those. I'm all about that. Yo, uh, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, but they're just having a really good time. <laughs> and uh then they start doing coke or maybe possibly snorting meth. I don't know. They're taking t- taking they're shots. Taking powder. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're doing a general powder. powders. So we don't we don't understand drug powder and they're doing no. one. Um they're doing drug powder. And the, the important thing here, plot wise, is combo gets out an instant camera and starts taking pictures. Yeah. Documenting this crime spree is the smartest <laughs> thing we ever did. Yeah. Um the uh they go to leave uh Kenny, skinny feet uh so, you know that was you know awesome bro pukes everywhere God, I, I, as well i i love it's been a while since we've seen skinny pete i love whenever somebody vomits in the middle of a sentence and then finishes it that it's is a, th- that is a yeah. uh like a silver bullet comedy wise for me <laughs> one of uh one of my friends growing up when we were all drinking uh became infamous for being like absolutely partied out and he was late sitting on the floor and people being like, uh, "Come on, man, let's get get you to the bathroom. You know, you're gonna be sick." It's and him uh, being like, "Hold up, hold, <laughs> holding up one finger, vomiting on himself, and then getting up to go to the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that uh, is professional grade. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, yeah Joe, uh, our, our, our buddy Joe. Uh, it was great. Joe also had like a vague British accent. Oh, uh, Joe, you know, Joe uh, had a little bit of a holdover accent. Uh, he was not born in this uh, in this country, immigrated. Uh, so it was great. Like, hold up. <laughs> you know, like not quite that thick, but, you know, it was really great. Uh, so Jesse starts panicking. You know, the cold light of morning has mm-hmm. come. Uh, he's got so little money left. And he reminds everybody of something. You know, he's being blackmailed into this. It's mm-hmm. not like he can just be like, hey, free money, fucker. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know he they've they've taken this huge stack of money down to fourteen hundred dollars. I, lo- I love combo on hearing that they have fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, well, Waffle House. Yeah, that's great. He's <laughs> <laughs> just in this cut to a Waffle House montage, the same music. Uh, but but Jesse's, you know, like I have to. This guy, you know, he's blackmailing me. He's got like a criminal mind. I need an RV and combo. Good friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got you. I can hook you up. He's like, you can get me an RV for $1,400 at six in the morning. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, no problem. Yeah. Um, good, good, good friend. Bad son. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, so. and we see Jesse seeing the RV for the first time is walking around it while combos inside doing whatever he needs to do. And this is really suspicious, right? Like Jesse yeah. hands over the money. Combo gets nervous. Like, yeah, I know there's like a no paper. Yeah, it's Seriously. no paperwork kind of thing. Like you got to go. And then Jesse, you know, backs away in a, in a hurry and, you know, runs into some trash cans and leaves. Yep. Gets his uh, thing. This is going to come back in the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to Skylar. This is weirdly kind of a Skylar episode. Skylar gets mm-hmm. a lot more screen time and focus than she usually does. Yeah. Uh, she's in Ted's uh, bathroom and then has heated floors. Yeah. Uh, and she's, uh, she's way, way into it. Mm-hmm. Just like, ah, uh, yes. And, you know, Ted's trying to play it off like, oh, the contractor talked me up to it. But this is, you know, in stark contrast to the White House, which is falling yes. apart. They got rot. You know, they yeah, can't they even heat their water, let alone their floor. Yes. Uh, she can't find anything in her bag. And Ted's like, you could leave a few things here, like leave your toothbrush mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, again, poor Ted. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, later, uh, she's putting out plates for dinner, uh, sends Junior to go get Walt, who is in Holly's closet on the phone with Jesse. <laughs> Sitting uh, on a tiny little chair. <laughs> the tiny chair comedy beats really good. Uh, where, where he stands up and it's stuck to his ass and then falls off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about the, the end of the last episode. 
Like he's mm-hmm. like, no, somebody just came and gave me the money. Yeah. I didn't make a deal. Yeah, I am telling you that. Yeah. Uh, and this is Jesse over at Saul's. Yeah. Uh, you know, yelling at him. Yeah. And Walt's telling him, like, no, just absolutely not. You do not cook my formula. And Jesse, you know, Jesse loses it. And Saul is trying to de-escalate this. Uh, just yes. saying, like, hey, you know, and, you know, Jesse makes a promise. You know, I'll be a one-man glass factory. I'm going to keep that RV going 24-7. Like, this is yeah. now about spite more than it's anything. It's spite math. Yeah. And if you've ever done meth, you know that spite meth is, gets you the most high. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the white powder of drugs that... <laughs> you crave <laughs> the um you know uh so it's, yeah it's, it's a it's a spite it's a hatfields and mccoys of meth yes yeah um we yeah. uh we can we go over to uh watching through a night vision camera as gomi is watching rolling his eyes with his face mm-hmm. and hank looking in rv in the dark uh kind yeah. of similar we know it's not because we can see there are no bullet holes mm-hmm. that yeah wow. Uh, you know, similar to the one with the gas station camera, similar to Walton Jesse's, uh, Hank comes back and he's like, hey, you know, hey, I'm not really feeling this one. Like we're in the middle of this. It's it's an RV park, right? You yes. Know? <laughs> it's what a place to find an RV. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's like there's no smoke. There's no waste. There's really no evidence that this thing is being being used. Um, and, but, you know, Hank is obsessed and he's just muttering yeah. to himself, like, there's gotta be a way, gotta be a way. Well, and Gomi even says like, we'll come back with a warrant, Yeah, you yeah. know, at this point, but Hank's like, no way he gets out, uh, climbs on top of the RV to look through and sees uh, a nude older couple or, you know, under in their underwear, older couple playing poker mm-hmm. on a dinette table, which is the <laughs> life that is what you want from RV. Yes. What a way to retire that owns, <laughs> you know, uh, gambling just feels better when you're playing on a surface that lowers to become the worst bed you've ever slept on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> usually the, the table usually doesn't as somebody who's lived in an RV for a little bit. The table yeah. is solid. Oh, uh, the, the bed's I, in the back. Oh, no, so the RV that I, uh, that, that my grandparents had, uh, oh. the table, um, you, the, you would pull a latch and then it would lower down. Um, ah. and it would lock in place and it would become a smaller bed or like a smaller sitting surface. Um, gotcha. and I, I like you know, I, I, I have, I have slept on that. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. RV technology. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they've advanced luckily, but not this, not this one. Yeah. <laughs> I just love them screaming. Cause yeah, like, looking... old lady, like she saw a mouse, you yeah. know, like in a cartoon and she saw a cartoon mouse and we cut to the next morning, just showing how much, how long it took. Uh-huh. To calm all this shit down with right. all the RV people like milling about mm-hmm. uh, and Hank working out with them. Um, the yeah. lady is scowling, you know, <laughs> love it. Yeah. And you know, they're not pressing charges. They're not going to make a stink about this. The guy's VFW. So he is, you know, fully copified, um, yes. uh, is the implication there, you know, and Hank, you know, this is just the start, right? Like, Hey, yeah, you know, this... you'll check a few more RVs, then call it a morning, get an mm-hmm. early start tonight, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Gomi yeah. says no. Yeah. yeah. And here is this you know, small betrayal. Somebody needs to go to El Paso. And Gomi is. He says, I've got to go pack. And Hank yep. gets him to say, like, a pack for what? You know, pack for Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Hank is upset. Yeah. Um, we go over to Marie putting, again, an, a truly psychopathic four Splendas <laughs> into her coffee. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who uses uh, Splenda, they should have consulted. Yeah, uh, pr- one prob- Splenda is like two or four sugars. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of sweetness, yeah, um, Marie's not going to need to be embalmed. Yeah, this is this is disgusting. Yeah, um, putting these in uh, when Hank comes home, goes immediately to the bathroom. He's not responding. He's in a bad no. mood because of all this stuff. 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, she tries to tell him, like, hey, you you know, those RVs aren't going anywhere. And Hank is being kind of being not kind of very, very shitty to her. Like the recreational vehicles, Marie, that's what they do. Yeah. (laughs) She's just trying to convince him to go to sleep. He just got back in the AM and he's just going back out after the shower. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and uh, she says, hey, you know, I talked to, to Gomi's wife, Mrs. Gomi. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> hey, Gomi comes downstairs and Blanca. Hello, Gomi. Uh, <laughs> like, ask how he feels about Gomi going to El Paso. Uh-huh. And Hank's like, yep, yep, good man. And Maria's trying to get him to talk and they can't talk. Yeah. You know, uh, just he keeps saying that she's upset because he wants or she wants a a nice house in Georgetown. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's mad about his career. Yeah. Uh, And she's just trying to connect with him. Like, keep me looped in. I know you're going through something. Yeah. You know, know? I'm just like, don't you worry about my career. My career is just fine. Just trying to get her to go away. She's not worried about his career. You know, it's it's this very classic, again, the the show about broken masculinity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hank is this whole a man provides shit, right? Like, he's not, it's this, there are so many like parallels in the show of characters that are shadows of other characters, Mm -hmm. you know, even when they're misunderstanding. So like Hank and Marie's conflict is never economic. No, uh, you know, they Marie live in a fucking never, palace. Yeah. Yeah. They, they live in a very nice house. Maria is not, she obviously she'd want to go to Washington and have this nice mm-hmm. townhouse in Georgetown or whatever. She's never upset about that with Hank during yeah. their entire arc, but right. that's how Hank frames it because Hank is a man provides pilled. Like mm-hmm. I have to do this for my wife. This is a masculinity thing. Like he's obsessed on top of that, but it, it's the only way he can frame her being upset. Yeah. You know, because yeah, they don't talk to each other. No. <laughs> yeah. Bad bitch. Uh, and and she she asks you know did did you not want to go and this is armor piercing and he starts yeah. he starts yelling you know like I'll, I'm on to something I'm going to do some actual good yeah uh, everyone's fucking know. everyone against me yes you know like yeah. everyone is fucking with me you fucking hear me you know he's yelling and she already left yeah uh, he's, he's very sad scene full fully spiraling he is he is spinning out uh, melting yep. down not unlike a toddler yeah screaming at your wife never a yeah. good sign yeah. You know? Uh, so we go over to Gus's office. Walt drops the money on, on Gus's desk, you know, and says, what, what is this? Uh, you know, Gus deflects. And he says, I think this is an obvious ploy to get me cooking again. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and this is really great because Gus is smarter than Walt, but mm-hmm. he's letting Walt play chess junior. Adam, you know <laughs> so, yeah uh, you he's, know. he's just sitting there silently and making walt you know <laughs> making walt spit himself out right yeah, making, uh, making just, him go do his uh parlor scene yeah about all this stuff you know mm-hmm. like he's like like i know you said jesse be cooking again i know you'd never work with a with a junkie Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gus is like, you told me that you vouched for him. I took you at your word. You know, Gus, <laughs> Gus is playing such a slimy shit during this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just watching yeah. one person be played as an instrument yep. in a scene in this. is pretty like Gus is the master of the shit in the show. He's very yeah. good at it. You know, I'm told yeah. this product was more or less consistent with the quality that I come to expect. Yeah. And, and again, perfect word choice. Uh-huh. Right. Like that's plausible, but but it lets Walt feel smart for being more or less. Uh-huh. That's setting the bar very low. You don't do that. 
Mm-hmm. There's no more or less. And yeah. God, and just the, the delivery on this, you know, Cranston is playing it like, you know, Walt. It, <laughs> Walt call so, yeah, yeah. He, he thinks he's got him. Right. Yeah, like, oh, it. yes. He, he, and he has properly identified what Gus is doing, but he thinks that he is not falling into the trap. Yes. And he is ex- <laughs> he is saying things that if he believed them would actually demonstrate a certain amount it, of uncommonly uh, self-aware. Yeah, yeah. Uncommonly self-aware. But like he thinks that he, he, he he's in complete denial. He is so oblivious about it, his own his own inner workings while still being able to identify that other people see it in him. Yes. It's it's a very smart scene. Like this, yeah. this is when I talk about good dialogue and bad dialogue. You know, if, if especially if we're talking about like a video game, right? And mm-hmm. somebody is just directly saying everything they feel directly at the camera and it drives yeah. me nuts. This is the kind of thing I want. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't, I don't want all characters just kind of like gaming each other all the time. Yeah. But this kind of uh, dramatic irony and characters with secondary motivations playing against each other mm-hmm. is really, this is what makes dialogue pop. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is great. Yeah. Um, so, you yeah. know, he says, you know, therefore, what conclusion am I left to draw? <laughs> that you believe I have some kind of some proprietary kind of selfishness about my own formula? Some sort of overweening pride, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you think simply overwhelms me, clouds my judgment? And Gus, you know, again, leads him on. But it doesn't. But, <laughs> yeah. And uh, God, I, I love this too. Like how much freight is in this one sentence, this one response that Walt puts mm-hmm. out. Absolutely not. I respect the chemistry. The chemistry must be respected. Walt is so identified with the yeah. concept of chemistry. Like he is saying he is the paragon of this. He is yeah. the avatar of molecules interacting with each other. He is just mm-hmm. like, it, he is literally just reiterating what is true but in a diluted way like you might as well on top of i respect the chemistry being a acceptable version of yes i have some overweening pride and selfishness preparing Mm -hmm. selfishness of my own formula yeah respect the chemistry is the acceptable version of that i will wink when i say chemistry so you know when i say chemistry i mean walt i respect the walt the walt must be respected Respected. yeah very very good uh gus says you i'm sorry for being so transparent take a drive with me you know he's got another card to play he's already softened him up real good Yeah. yeah uh just got to show him the toys um yep. so skylar drives back to ted's and watches him get home in his slick his slick bmv just waits for uh, him to B- go BMW, in like they've got BMW. this kind of staggered entry system <laughs> that they're doing it's really really creepy yeah um a little yeah. bit and marie calls ostensibly to talk about holly you know saying like oh i could just keep her for the next 18 years we'll play her cards right uh <laughs> <laughs> um mm-hmm. and uh you know Skylar senses that something's something's wrong with her, right? And Marie tries to deflect by saying, like, like, hey, where where are you? Like, oh, I'm at work, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Um, and Skylar presses further, and Marie admits what she actually wants to talk about, what is actually looming large in her mind, you know, that something's wrong with Hank. You know, there's been no communication since El, pa- El-, El Paso, you know, something is wrong with him, and he refused to go back. Yes. <clears throat> uh and and Skyler's like yeah of course that would change him and Marie says he's just not the same he's not facing death it changes a person it has to right i guess it must have changed Walt mm-hmm. and this is the uh, part of the inroad of getting Skyler to decide to break bad as opposed to you know yeah. reject a Walt right yeah as we're going to find mm-hmm. 
you know, she kind of <laughs> needed to see it modeled in somebody else, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Gus is not driving Walt out in the desert to execute him. Uh, instead, he is leading Walt into this laundromat that we have seen before. This is where Gus received the call, uh, where yes. Victor received the call uh, previously, and leads Walt back to the industrial dryer uh, that tilts forward. Um, I, 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 I really should have known that they were doing this, because why would they actually dig a stairwell in this functioning, in this functioning laundromat? Mm-hmm. or laundry yeah, or what yeah. have you but the fact that they're literally just doing the austin powers watch me go down the stairs when they when they when they go behind this thing uh, yes is very disappointing to me for some reason I, I i i understand that i am saying that i i i wish i could believe in santa still but sure like a kind of santa <laughs> yeah the uh i i uh it's very funny to me uh <laughs> that they do this i also this this hidden passage like i Ow. understand you couldn't just have a door Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really slick, but it's also, I find very funny. Uh-huh. It, it's 10% too cartoon. You know, it, it's not like the guy from the last episode that was hundred percent too much cartoon. Uh-huh. This, this little dark dryer that, that tilts forward is 10% too much cartoon. And I love yeah. it. It's, it's just the right amount of spice for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a little bit of peanut butter on a burger. Um, they go down there uh, and they play. I, this is uh, a, a minor nitpick out of this episode. This, uh, this mystical, magical forest music they play. It, it might uh, as well be pure imagination. Yeah, it's it's a little heavy handed, I think. Um, and Gus knows he's got him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Walt's like, "What is this?" He goes, "Your new lab." You know, <laughs> he's, he's referring to everything, you know, as as uh, present, as if it's already a done deal. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As Walt admires the equipment, it looks down at this just cavernous space where all this stainless steel the lab equipment is still wrapped in plastic right and he is just uncontrollably horny he is going around you know like look at the 28 liters (laughs) this this is a catalyst the the, the thorium oxide catalyst bed look at the size of this reaction vessel he's really losing it Uh, this is this is everything he feels he was denied yeah, <laughs> from gray matter, right? Yep, yep. Like, uh, yeah. except for making meth, you right. know, specifically. Like, it, it's the the stature mm-hmm. without the spe- specificity. Yeah, uh, you know, a uh, Walt says, "How did you put know to put all this together?" And he's like, "I had excellent help, as will you." You know, again, <laughs> he's already in. Yeah, uh, and he explains his cover, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, I've owned this laundromat for years. They receive large chemical shipments all the time. The filtration is top of the line. The only thing that comes out is steam and it comes out through the same stacks. Yeah. You know, uh, and he lays it out and it's a cherry job. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to make this economically viable. I need 200 pounds per week. Uh, you'd obviously come and go as you please make your own hours as long as the quota is met. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you want in a job, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. You know, that's that's slick. Yeah. Um, you know, but all they, all of my W two jobs felt super demoralizing because of all the times where like, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like this is stupid. I've already finished my work. Why can't I just get paid for my work? Why do I have yeah. to sit here? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's good to be paid for results. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, 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 perfect. A direct contrast to working as a teacher, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Waltz, you, you know, he, he seems like he's gonna gonna go for it, but still says no. Yep. It is like, no, I've, I've made a series of very bad decisions and I cannot make another one. This is like post not clarity for him. Like yes. he, he knows that this is, this is too much. He came 128 liters in the reaction <laughs> vessel. That's how he knows how much it, it holds. Um, and Gus says, uh, why did you make those decisions? 
mm-hmm. and for my family. If you, if you made them for family, they weren't bad. Yeah. You know, what does a man do, Walter? A man provides for his family. Mm-hmm. And Gus says, you know, these decisions, or Walt says, these decisions lost my, my, my family. Mm-hmm. And Gus says, as long as you have a child, you always have family. Yeah. You know? um, and this, this, is, this is one of the most famous and important monologues. From the uh, from from the series, and this again shows Gus has Walt's number so hard. Like 100%, this, is, the, the, this yeah. is a this is a sniper shot. Uh, a man provides, and he does it even when he's not appreciated or respected or even loved. He simply bears up, and he does it because he's a man. Yeah. And uh, which is not necessarily something Gus believes. No, right? like this is not has nothing to do with Gus's lifestyle. This is Gus's canny understanding specifically of Walt and mm-hmm. of people in general. This is Hannibal Lecter shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gus is a chilling character mm-hmm. uh, in, in the show just generally and in, in Better Call Saul, you know, and this is why. Right. Like doing this kind of research to figure out the vorpal words mm-hmm. to manipulate people. Yeah. Um, and and it works. Like yeah. Walt's eyes are wet listening to this. Yeah. And it feels like somebody has given him all of the justification that he needs, yes. shown him exactly what he wants, and made an impassioned case that feels airtight for why he should pursue it. And why um, he's not a bad person. Yes. You know, in retrospect. Like this is okay. Anyone would have done it. Mm-hmm. It's good cop shit. Yeah. Um it's great. Yeah. Uh next morning, uh Skylar is trying to get out of Ted's uh, you know, get out of, get out of her house and, and get home. Her feet squirm on the tile. Uh, mm-hmm. a little bit on the nose. This thing that was a sign of luxury that she was enjoying, she's now feeling a little bit uncomfortable about. Yes. So she puts so she, the towel down. Yeah. Cut to dinner, you know, and Junior is telling the story and you know, Skylar's laughing. Uh, and Walt yeah. is you know kind of separated from the two of them on the screen by this bar of darkness made by shooting through these French doors. Uh good shot. Yeah. Uh, Junior excuses himself and the camera shifts uh, this darkness uh, to split down the middle between Walt and Skyler. Um, they're left alone and they don't want to look at each other. They have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Skyler offers an olive branch. Uh, Holly yeah. cries and Skyler asks if Walt wants to take her. And Walt again looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. You know, he you know. smiles. Yeah. And so he picks up Holly and holds her smiling, looking outside, you know, and Skyler, Skyler leaves the table while he's... Yeah. Um, uh, while he's looking away uh, and he's gotten what he wants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's gotten the thing he wants, but this isn't uh this is how I win uncut gem mm-hmm. smile. This is genuine. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he could actually want to hold his daughter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying you're not saying that. I'm just saying it's yeah. not, this is not him turning around and doing Gus shit. No, no. Like the, 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 yeah, this is the, the, yeah, this, this is, is not a human moment. Yes. That's know? what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't mean to imply that this was some kind of like manipulation. He smiles because he, he got what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he put a thumbtack in there. So Holly would roll onto it and cry yeah. and he would, yeah. he would take his moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's imprinted himself into Holly by creating a, brian cranston golem that she <laughs> she treats calls mama when she when she hugs the legs of food pellet comes out this is how he wins <laughs> walter wire monkey yeah. <laughs> oh man um, <laughs> so uh hanks out he's on the phone and he's chasing down these leads um yeah. or no he's, he's in the office he's he's in his office a yeah while that's, ago what that, that's what i mean know, yeah 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 ostensibly I, his best friend is having a going away party mm-hmm. uh you know yeah. uh great great characterization bit mm-hmm. um he crosses the last 
no name off the RV list. And a woman's coming by with a cake to the party. He's like, hey, you know, can you check the, the DMV again? And she's like, no, we're all carrying a fucking cake. <laughs> I, we're I'm all holding partying cake. for go me, uh-huh. go me, you know? Uh, and he kind of begs, he gives her puppy dog eyes. Like I'm dead in the water here. Like mm-hmm. you had to help me. Uh, this, he will have given it similar to Walt. He mm-hmm. will have given up so much. Yeah. If this is all for nothing. Right. Right. You know, the, this, uh, what he's been through. I understand that he's not necessarily interested in El Paso, but there's like a parallel there. Yes. He's P parallel. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so Hank goes out to put it in his time with Gomi. Right. Yeah, he does uh, the, the thing. I love when Hank's going through a thing where he has to stop and put on his face. Mm-hmm. He takes two steps out the door, looks out, takes a breath and then puts on his like super jocular uncle. Yeah. Mode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it falls into the old pattern, right? He can, he can do this macro where he just, uh, makes a racist remark about how he's going to fit in better with the Spanish speakers, you know, giving him shit. Right. Yeah. And Hank gives him a gift, you know, something he learned from the last time he was there, gave him a little bust of Jesus Malverde, you know, the patron yeah. saint of the, uh, uh, you know, the cartels saying like, yep. you know, know your enemy and all, you know, fight the good fight brother, you know, kind of saying what he needs to say. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, and Hank can't quite keep up eye contact. They look each other in the eye. They was understanding. Uh, then he's like, where can I get a drink? And they cut to the, this hilarious, uh, I'm so glad this cake is so funny. Um, <laughs> well, I remember there was a, almost an exact, yeah. uh, an identical cake that was, uh, that was shown previously. It's great. The, whoever <laughs> well, they have doing their cake. It's real good. It, this one is this like really horrible drawing of Gomi holding a U.S. and Mexican flag at the same time. It's and just cutting across the Mexican, the American flag uh-huh. as soon as they cut to it. <laughs> it's a very funny shot. Um, yeah. Oh gosh! Uh, but the woman who was carrying the cake, you know, it brings Hank a report about this final RV. You know, there's another there's another Your one that matches. Yeah. You know, yeah. its registration was never renewed, but it was never filed as inoperable or destroyed. Um, and yeah. there was no police report, like something, re- something weird's going on. Right. Yeah. There's one final RV. Yeah. Um, you know, we got cut to the, uh, back to the white house. Um, Skylar is taking the laundry to Walt's little pad in Holly's room. And she looks through it first, you know, before this money thing, she's just kind of seeing, I think that I read this as like guilt yeah. for making somebody love, live like this. Mm-hmm. You know, what is like, we are on, team Skylar on this show. I think mm-hmm. that what she does is justifying this. I'm not mad at her for cheating any of that stuff. Yeah. A thing in her character though, is that she still does care about Walt, Yeah, you know, on a level. So seeing this kind of like laying on a pallet on the floor, all these books everywhere and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but then as she's going through and getting the laundry, she notices a bag yeah, uh, on the closet shelf, <laughs> big ominous duffel bag yes. uh, on the top shelf there. And she can't uh, contain her curiosity. Uh, she pulls yep. it down and opens it up and sees that it is full of cash. Uh, this is the, you know, this is his stash. Uh, and her breath catches, right? Yep. Uh, we cut over to her at her divorce attorney. Uh, and she's basically just, you know, pouring her heart out. Yeah. You know, uh, using her as a therapist. You know, I'm twice as expensive and half as qualified as a therapist. <laughs> you know, she, she does not. Uh, the therapist knows. Uh, yes. that this isn't right. You know, she's like, I use a glass of wine right now. Do you want to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, and just laying it out and it's pertinent divorce stuff, Yeah, you know, but this is it's really selling past the clothes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's to this lawyer. It's like, you already know what to do. And this is all just making my case stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Breaking news. I'm sleeping with my boss and I don't know why. And she's like, yeah. wow. Uh, yeah. And she and it tries to justify it, but it is very half hearted, you know, saying like, oh, he's a good person. And then she just kind of trails off. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, and she's like, you know, this, this family, this thing, this advice you gave me. And so as I tell them, my family, you know, my, my teenage son calls me a bitch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you tell me that I should tell him the truth. You know, that's ludicrous. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't do that. And, and I think the reason why I'm with Ted is the only time, you know, when I'm with him, it's the only time I don't feel like I'm drowning. No. You know, uh, you know. the attorney says, oh, you know, Walt knows about the, the affair. And Skyler's like, no, he won't sign. Yeah, you know, this is a really great gambit on my part, Chingus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. just uh, she's right. I mean, she tried and and it, and it failed. And then she brings up the money that she found in the house. Yeah. Uh, uh, not good from an access, accessory after the fact, but uh, kind of kind of case, you know. And she's like, "Oh, I didn't count it, but it's heavy, right?" Like the the attorney is asking pertinent questions, and then yes. she just you know straight up asks, "Like, are you asking my permission to spend this money?" Uh, yeah. Skylar lies and you know sputters. I just it just you know, and then she lays lays it down. Let me just say I'm half disqualified. You know, like you said, I'm not a therapist. Like you know what you have to do. Yep. Uh, Skylar says, "Listen, you know, me and Walt have a history. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and she's like, he did it for family. And uh, the attorney says, well, guess what? That's one enormous load of horseshit. Mm-hmm. You are a fool to stay in the house for a woman longer." Your husband won't leave. Then you go. You are now an accessory after the fact. Like mm-hmm. you are going to jail. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh. all as a courtesy of this criminal, you refuse to divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. all business. The opposite yeah. of a cartoon. Yeah. You know, I didn't marry a criminal. Well, you're married to one now. Like just yeah. the, the hard, hard, hard truths. But she is, she's already made up her mind, right? Yes. She is, she is seeking some kind of justification from a source that she ought to know is not going to give it to her. Yep. Uh, and uh, Skylar comes home ready to, you know, do something, but notices that Walt's stuff is gone. He has uh, taken the money and he signed the divorce papers. He left yes. them in the crib. Uh, again, a little bit of a little on the nose. Yeah. 5% um, too cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, we cut over uh, to Jesse with Saul in his office. Uh, and Saul <laughs> says, you yeah, know, I know you're sober, but can you just take an Xanax? I got a drawer full of them. Uh, here, uh, Vietnamese chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she does a chi- what? What is it like? Adjust she adjusts you to, to full, adjusts you full to completion. Yeah. Says her name and just goes as delicious as it sounds. I yeah. should give you her a card because <laughs> because he's pacing and he's you yeah. know rattling his saber. Yeah, at this point. he is not happy to see Walt. Sure. No, no, it, 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 it knows this is going to be tense. It's, it's, yep. it's not going to be good. And Walt shows up and he's late for the meeting. You know, he kind of big timed him, right? And Saul yep. lays out this deal saying basically Walt is going to get royalties, you know, yeah. monthly payment, passive income just for letting Jesse just cook. Just for walking to the mailbox, you yeah. know, 10%, which is, yeah. you know, 10% of this thing would have been pretty good for doing nothing. Yes. You know, uh, uh, Jesse Jesse's- calls it charity. <laughs> He, he 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 can't help himself but to twist the yeah. map on this. You know, it's charity for you know just sitting on your fat ass. Yep. Uh, Saul's like, hey, hey, stop escalating. Uh, you know, there's what the little matter of the money. There's some confusion, and Walt hands over the money. Mm-hmm. You know, with with no hesitation at all because they're he's big timing him. This yes. is a parallel of the Gus scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jesse yeah. thinks he's getting one over on Walt, and Walt is in control, similar to Walt thinking he was getting one over on Jess on Gus, but Gus was in control. Yeah. You know, like, well, like, what can you actually do to stop me from 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 doing this? Right. Yes. Like if it if it is just Walt, then dot, dot, dot. But yep. it, but but it's not. And Walt says, you know, enjoy it. Spend it in good health. That is the last money you will ever earn in this business. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, he's like, what do you mean? You know? And he, he says, I hate to break it to you. And this is, a, he's really twisting the mustache here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Gus is only using you to get to me mm-hmm. and not, you know, I'm no, now I'm cooking it again. Uh, Jesse is flabbergasted by this. He's like, you know, how should I put this? I'm in, you're out. You know? <laughs> and so like, again another thing that i love comedy wise uh it's really exemplified in the uh the it's always sunny episode uh where they're taken hostage by the mcpoyles mm-hmm. um and uh just when d gets stockholm syndrome and then just is like slowly as she's talking she moves over to the mcpoyles side <laughs> like they like physically walks over to stand next to them yeah. Saul, Saul, Saul does this you know as he's hearing this information for the first time he you know steps out he steps out from behind the desk and walks over to start making the deal to like touch the hem of walt's garment because now he knows where the money is right yeah. uh, how much uh, is the deal and walt yeah. also was counting on this right yeah like walt doesn't know how to launder money so uh you know three three million for three months of my time and so i was like hey what, what was you're gonna need that laundry what was that deal we used to have mm-hmm. you know uh 15 or 17 percent let's do 15 that's more reasonable <laughs> and Walt's in a great position of power here. Just keeps countering with five. Yeah. You know, over and you know, over. You know, how about 14? Five. You know, 12, yeah. five. And then Saul says, uh, 10 even, but I can't go any lower and still respect myself. And Walt just like barely turns to leave and he goes, yeah. five. five. <laughs> you know, Jesse is flipped out at this point. He's like, hey, you're my attorney. And and uh, Saul says, you know, it's the way the world kid. You go with the winner. Yeah. Uh, at this point. He's very upset about that. He says, hey, this won't stop me from cooking. And Walt says, that's fine. Do what you want. Well, as long as you're ridiculous. Uh, I, I hate this your line. chili pee. Chili pee or some such dreck. Yeah, no. Uh, that's not a thing real people say. That's nope. a Shadowrun uh, <laughs> slang. I understand that it really is a slang, uh-huh. but I've never heard anyone use it in real life. Yeah, yeah. You really know, unnatural. And... Or some such dreck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to talk like a villain at this point. Yes. Um, as long as it's not my formula. And Jesse yeah. says, just try and stop me, bitch. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and Jesse does something <laughs> amazing, runs outside and throws a hunk of concrete through Walt's windshield, uh, and then pulls away. I, I'm not, I'm probably not going to act on this, but my first response to seeing this was, you could do that. Like, mm-hmm. just like, oh, like if you're in a parking lot, you can probably get away with something like this. Shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd never done it before, but it, it didn't. I don't know. It was kind it, of fun to watch. It seems very fun. On the set, they had a they they had a wager about what would happen when he did it because he he actually picked this up and threw it. This isn't an effect or anything. Um, and you know, people were betting like, okay, is it going to bounce off? Is it going to like stick partway through? Is it going to go all the way through? And they like had it so you know, I mean, they had tons of cameras around, uh, but they had it so they could swap out the the windshield and reset it if they you know botched the take or mm. whatever. He got it in one. Uh, and nice. and it, it's it's the, the the funniest possible outcome, which is he throws it on there, it shatters, but then bounces off. It's both, yeah, shattering yeah. and a bounce. Yeah. yeah. Um. The uh. So we uh. That's the last we see of him. We go to Hank, uh, and he's we wrapped around. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite time they've done this wrap around so far. Mm-hmm. Of having the cold open come back and the the like post, you know, the, yeah. the final stinger. It's really good. What about Better Call Saul, though? It's it's really good. That's a great mm-hmm. one. I'm just saying this is also a real good one. This is really good, yeah. 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 Uh, but Hank is chasing down this last RV that Janice brought to him, and uh, he is at the house from the beginning of the episode uh, where Combo got the RV. And, you know, what woman comes to the door, it, it, it's Combo's mom. 
you know, yeah. uh, saying like, hey, you know, just uh, is there an RV that you had, you know, like, you, you just, uh, well, like where, where to go? You know, it's like, oh, it was stolen, but I never reported it because I didn't get around to it. You know, she, she, she yeah. smells a cop and yeah. is, is being kind of evasive around it. Uh, for for like two seconds. Yeah. She immediately crumbles before cop force. Yes. Uh, well, also like, this. well, what's the, what, what, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. The person she was trying to protect is gone. Protect is no yeah. longer protectable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Hank's little line here, like, you know, I, I got to ask why you did that. It's a great way to get the family together for an affordable vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny line. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I didn't want to see him arrested. You know, as my son, uh, Hank says, I'd really like to speak to him. And she says, you know, can't, he passed away. He was shot two months ago. Yeah. We cut, uh, she's letting Hank dig around his room and we God. get to see combo's room. I love seeing a character's space. It's mm-hmm. I like immersive Sims. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to see all the characters in breaking bad's bedrooms. Yeah. Um, uh, and you get to see a little snapshot into what combo's like. Yeah. You know? A big KRS one poster on the door. I love that. Yeah. Big wrestling fan. You're like mm-hmm. a fighting rather has like a boxing poster. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, video games. Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. and a PlayStation, a bag of combos that was signed by somebody. Yeah. You don't get to read the signature or something. I know that's the creator of combos. <laughs> um, <laughs> like signed by General Mill himself or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, tons of uh, dried old flowers on the bed. Mm-hmm. Like the space has been preserved, but also all the memorial flowers have been kind of kept on this, you know, on the shrine. Yeah. Um you know, and they talked about it in the commentary, but it's very appropriate. Combo's mom um, is not playing, you know, is not playing this big. You know, she's obviously, yes. you know, grieving. You know, this is still fresh. It was like two months ago or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, clearly she's feeling this absence, you know, regardless of, yeah. you know, she even says like, yeah, he hung out with bad people, but I know he wasn't bad himself. Right. Yeah. Um, and the important thing as Hank is going in here, trying to, you know, get a sense of what's going on, trying to chase this lead, looking for anything. Remember how they were taking instant photos at that strip club? Well, on the entertainment center is a little framed photo of combo and Jesse at the strip club with, uh, the, uh, dancers tits on their heads. Yeah. And of course, Hank recognizes Jesse. Yeah, here's Pinkman yeah. again. This face yeah. that just keeps turning up. This uh, this stripper photo is actually tucked into the corner of a framed photo, covering it up, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is great. Yeah, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> here's the time I got tits on my ear. Yeah, um, I got poof poof from, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Dragon Quest, Quest and I had to show it off. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode. Like Hank has this is the most solid lead Hank has ever had. Yeah, right. Like this this is uh, intense, and this mm-hmm. is going to start this like. You know, cat and also cat uh, that we're going to get <laughs> through this. Like, this is the last place setting episode of the season. We are yeah. now off to the fucking races. Yeah. You know, it's not all octane from here on out. That would be exhausting. Mm-hmm. But uh, many of the very memorable action scenes uh, yeah. and kind of tension scenes come up during this yes. episode. ICU, mm-hmm. a minute, obviously, sunset. The next three are full action. Bangers. Uh, yeah. Absolute bangers. Uh, super good. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real tense. I mean, ends mm-hmm. with an amazing cliffhanger. You know, it's the it's it's the most tr- trouble that Jesse has been in. Like, yes, uh, it's a it's a huge eureka moment and uh, a, a huge win for Hank, who has been grasping at straws noticeably this entire time. You know, just at complete ends. Uh, finally gets his W. 
right? Yeah. And it is something that I love about really good police procedural kind of stuff, which is you, you know, seeing the case from both sides and oh, yeah. kind of rooting for both. Like it's it, is the, it, it is, it is the coolest thing about that, uh, uh, about that genre to me. Yeah. 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 It, it is a huge thing. If you, if you ever end up watching the wire, mm-hmm. uh, it, it you does know, I've seen massively. the wire, dude. Oh yeah, I I, I was talking to people. <laughs> okay, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like if you end up watching the wire, go. I always I always ginger about recommending it because yeah, like yeah. my oh, dude yeah, recommends yeah. the wire is, is right, right. So uh, if you decide you want to watch the wire, the wire is really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, uh, it is always two sides against the middle for the entire yeah. series, and those sides change. Mm-hmm. It it does Deuteragonist, you know, like really really well. Yeah, uh, you are n- you are never just straight up rooting for somebody. Yeah. It's uh, reputation is earned. It's a, there's a reason there's a cliche about, uh, you know, saying it's good. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I also, that's one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's certainly police procedurals. It's a, even just a thing with good antagonist in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, I want to root for both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, great episode. Much better to me, much better place setting episode than the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the humor mix was better. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, if uh, you like the show, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and give us some dollars. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. It unlocks a whole bunch of extra content, some of which is also about media. Things like our um, uh, uh, show about horror uh, movies uh, during the strike. We're covering a whole bunch of different kinds of stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, unfilmable is what that is. That's at the $5 tier. Um, if you want to hear about uh, video game movies uh, and uh, related media, uh adaptation decay is there at the ten dollar tier uh the the whole bunch of stuff on offer yeah yes yeah we think it is a good deal yeah um so join us you can also leave Mm -hmm. us ratings reviews on apple Podcasts, podcast addict Mm -hmm. and we'd like you to join us in thanking our producer gwen yeah if you see her if you see her out there uh on the internet say uh say say thank you perhaps a trash sound conglomerate show yeah that is her band uh tell her she does good work yeah yeah uh, and and uh, until next time, boy. Mm. Um, you know, if uh, uh, destroy your RV, <laughs> just in case. Right yeah. now, it probably hasn't been used for this, but go mm-hmm. get it destroyed. Ah, man, I don't know. It'd be pretty cool to have an RV. You say that, but you're gonna get hacked. Mm. Mm.